Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. Hey, I'm Doug McAllister. This is the weekly podcast from Journey Fellowship Church, and we are excited to come to you today. And we have some special guests in the house. We have Justice Freeman, who is the vice president of Bridges Christian College, and we have Pastor Alvin Charche, uh, who is on staff at Journey, as well as uh, one of the vice presidents at Bridges Christian College. And man, we're just excited to be have, have a conversation with you guys today. We're going to talk about Bible college, about our about ministry, about your church, about just about life and kind of catch up. Uh, but I did go by um, the, the coffee shop this morning and ordered coffee, and I got um, a, frapp- a frappe and it's pumpkin, which I think you have to order pumpkin in October. You don't. It's it's required. No, it's, it's, a, it's a state law. <laughs> no, I, I checked so. this morning and it's required by law. Justice got a. Uh, you got a, uh, what'd you get? Just a regular latte. Yeah, a regular yeah. latte. And the girl at this at the coffee shop argued with me. She said, I think he wants flavor in it. I said, you don't even know who I'm ordering it for. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't want flavor in it. I said, he wants, he, I read her text. I read your text. He said, he wants a, 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 a hot latte. She said, okay, I'll make him one. So I had to battle for your latte this morning, man. She wanted to put flavor in it. I said, no, he doesn't want flavor. And Al got uh, uh, like a cold a, brew. It's an atomic weapon. <laughs> can I get a? Can I get some some cold f- uh, fusion this morning? So it's after a, yesterday, I, I needed something to kickstart everything. I yeah. felt yesterday was like three days built into one day. Man, what a long day! Huh? It was crazy long. Man, yeah, it, it was, was a great day. Though. It was a, it was a fun day. So what, what exactly is a cold brew? I've never had cold brew. I have no idea. Oh. I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's about seventeen. Uh, Shots of caffeine okay. all, all so pressed into caffeine. a little bit of coffee juice. Yeah, I got like a like a girl drink. You know? <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I got a pumpkin. It's very something. frilly. I don't know what. I got, very frilly, but it's delicious. It's like a malt. Right. That's pretending it's coffee. Got it. <laughs> so I, I really like it a whole lot. So anyway, we're having coffee and we're talking about uh, about ministry, hanging out with our friends today, just Man. loving life. Um, uh, we are all heavily involved in bridges. Uh, Christian yeah. College, um, you know, and I just love the uh, uh, the purpose statement of our, our school, you know, and one of our uh, our core values is we want to help young men and women get trained for ministry without going into debt. Yeah, talk about that for a minute, Justice. How do we do? Yeah, that? yeah, and, and super thankful to you, Pastor Doug, as well for having us on, and of yeah. course as serving as the chairman of our board. So right. thank he you didn't so even much. mention that. Yeah, and so yeah, you're you guys there. do all you're, the hard work. Yeah. You are an awesome chairman <laughs> oh, of the board, and we have an amazing yeah. board that supports us. So thank you so yeah. much for that, and to your church. And um, yeah, we 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 wanted to solve the problem of students in Bible college going into ministry and going into missions work. Uh, especially myself, I'm a Sons of God U.S. missionary, so I understand this as well. We wanted to solve the issue of them going into the field after yeah. Bible college training with debt. Yeah, because we understand that in ministry, you just that's just not a great idea to go into a lot ministry. Of times they won't even let you. So depending upon your sending organization, they won't even allow you to go overseas until right. you have a certain amount of debt paid off or right. completely eliminated. So, right. and some of these students are graduating with fifty and a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars in Bible college debt, which is just. Mind-boggling. Yeah, you know, and and for it's, a Bible college degree, and you know, even ten to twenty thousand dollars in yeah, debt is yeah. too much. Right. You know, especially in this the yeah. economy and the world we live in. Right. Uh, so we we decided, hey, we wanted to launch something uh, that is going to provide debt-free education Amen. for ministers, and so yeah. we only charge two hundred dollars a trimester. Wow. Thanks to our ecclesiastical scholarship. Uh, for a Bachelor of Arts in Biblical Studies that's totally virtual, online, flexible. Students can be wherever they're at, serve in the local church while getting that degree. Wow, so $200 for the semester. Yeah, the flat trimester. rate, no matter how many classes wow. they take, four, three, or two classes. Wow. And uh, so obviously the education costs significantly more than that. Yeah. Right. But because of the sponsors from churches, because of the uh, donations from pastors and mm-hmm. from all of the uh, professors and teachers and staff members, faculty, right. so many others, yeah. so we're this able to is, make that happen. So our school is, is an accredited school. This is, for those who are watching and may not think that, well, it must be some kind of, you know, yeah. just diploma mill. This is a legit... It's Bible legitimate. College. We are candidates for accreditation right. with the Association for Biblical Higher Education, yeah. which is one of the oldest accrediting agencies in the country for Bible college. And that is a rigorous rung to reach 
for any school. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just we just had a meeting last week with uh, so we met with two different uh, potential cohorts. And uh, in that conversation, I thought it was it was interesting because when Justice says, "Oh, we were we're we're finally at that stage of candidacy for yeah. accreditation," most people think of the word candidacy like, "Oh, I'll be a candidate. I'll yes. just throw my name in the hat, and now we're I'm trying. a candidate." <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, that's not the way yeah. it works in the uh, academic yeah. world at yeah. all. It, to be a candidate, that is years and years of work. Right. Yeah. That's tens of thousands of dollars we've already spent to right. get to this place yeah. right now. Right. When you are officially a candidate. It as yeah. we are, yeah. the government recognizes the work that we're doing, and right. it opens us up to that title for money. So, right, which would then our students would be able to qualify for Health financial grants. aid. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and we, we don't want them to borrow money, but they would be qualified for any government aid. Right. So, we'd much rather them stay, you know. Right. So, from our perspective, yeah. we don't even allow them right. to apply for financial aid. Yeah. But we do allow them and encourage them to take Pell Grant money if right. it's, if they are eligible for because it. Because you don't have to pay it back. Correct. Right. right. Yeah. Grant money is, is basically like having a grant, if yeah. you will, for the school. Right. So, yeah, students will never take out loans yeah. at our school. Yeah. Uh, they'll never be in debt. Yeah. And uh, that is our commitment to them. Yeah. So how long does it take for a young man or young woman to earn a bachelor's degree? They Bridges. can do it in three to four years. Wow. Depending upon how quickly they wanted to go or how motivated they are. And what kind of degrees are we offering? We have a Bachelor of Arts in Biblical Studies, and we have several concentrations. We have concentrations in world missions, pastoral ministry, urban missions, and rural ministry. That is a new concentration that we just opened up that yeah. focuses on rural church ministry. And then we also uh, have a minor in Christian counseling, wow. uh, which is really cool. And so yeah. we got that approved through the accreditation committee this past right. And just summer. to elaborate or just to focus in on the point, this is all virtual. It's all done online. So you can go to school from anywhere in the country or the world. In the world, yeah. Anywhere yeah. you have Wi-Fi and anywhere you're connected to a local church. We, we do right. require that they are connected to a local church, that yeah. they're serving under a local pastor. Right. Um, and they, it's very flexible. Their time, they can either ten, attend the... Ver, uh, the lectures live yeah. virtually on mm -hmm. Zoom, which is the best experience. Yeah. But if they can't make the scheduled class time, then they watch the recordings later and they interact with each other on discussion forums, whatever right. option Man. they choose. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, if a person, a student, is logged on and watching uh, the lecture, how do they interact with the professor? They, they can email or chat in real time or what's... What's yeah, the connection so point? if they're if they're watching the recordings later, then they would interact with the discussion forum. We have a learning management system right. called a Moodle. Right. We call it Bridge Z Campus, though. Right. And they interact with the instructor through there. They also email instructors, and our instructors are amazing. Yeah. They are all blessing our school as well. They're all right. missionaries with our school, and so students really could call them. Yeah. Uh, they give their wow. phone number. They are there for to help students. They, uh, our faculty always on the annual surveys for our students score yeah. very high. Yeah. As as students respect our faculty, right. huge. How uh, what size is our faculty now? Give us some examples of their credentials. Yeah, so we have twenty three faculty. Yeah. And we have faculty ranging from they they have at least master's degrees mm -hmm. uh, or higher. So right. we have. Faculties with PhDs, faculties with Doctor of Ministry degrees, yeah. and then we have faculties with master's degrees in yeah. theology, biblical studies. Right. Uh, we have our general studies faculty that have their qualifications, like degrees in math or yeah. sciences. Mm -hmm. So uh, just a top-notch... God has really blessed us with a top-notch right. faculty. Right. Well, I think that, you know, it's because of the common denominator, and all of us from, you know, from the lowest end of the rung to the highest, depending upon, you know, as we talk about education level, it doesn't matter what the education level is. As, I mean, obviously, from the accrediting standpoint, it does. Yeah. Mm. But as far as what unites us, the common denominator is advancing the yeah. kingdom of God, building spirit-empowered leaders and helping them graduate with no debt. Yeah. So uh, being that all of us have that mindset, yeah. that we want to help advance the kingdom of God. We want to continue to build leaders. We want to make sure that there are these students, these men and women who are called by God, who um, are able to be fully equipped for ministry, but not walk away with all of that student loan debt. And because all of the faculty have that same belief, oh, these guys have already 
they wish that this was available to them, yeah. right? You know, and yeah. for any of us, all of us who are parents, we all want better for our children, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We all want our kids to learn from the mistakes that we made, or not have to suffer in the ways in which we did. And you were saying before we started the podcast yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, you know you say worked and saved for five years, five years, <laughs> five years <laughs> to afford yeah. to go to Bible college. Yeah. Well, when Rachel and I got married in '81, I wanted to go to Bible college, but you know, it, it was um, it was fifteen hundred dollars per semester mm. at that time. This is wow. forty years ago. Yeah. So, wow. which like is eight billion dollars? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> do I eat or do I go to Bible college? Or, you know, do I do I pay rent? Right. So, what we did was I took a job. And it was a good paying job in the oil industry, and that's back when the oil boom was in Louisiana. So I got a really good job, and I made a really good living. But I saved every penny I could for five years wow. to pay my way through Bible college, you know, and I, and I, I wound up going to Bible college with your dad, yeah. you know. So all the boomers <laughs> that we all make fun of today, you know, in the 80s, we were all going to Bible school, yeah. you know. So it was your dad, it was Scott Holmes, uh, it was all kind of... Packy Thompson. Yeah, Packy was with us. It was, I think we went through a list a while ago. We named about yeah. a dozen people that w- was all in school together. But it, there were no um, student aid or financial aid things, you know, just because... You know, most colleges weren't accredited in that way for the government to recognize them. And plus, there was all the, you know, um, controversy between, right. you know, church and state. So anyway, we had a private school, and it was funded by the tuition of the students. And, uh, you know, we had about 1,500 students. But all of us, you know, were paying our way through, you know. And uh, I wish that we had a college like Bridges you know, back then it would have yeah. changed everything. So I just love what you're doing. And I love how, you know, those 23 men and women who are faculty are devoting their great and vast talents and education mm-hmm. yeah. to training the next generation, it, you know, and uh, some of my most influ- influential people in my life were those men and women in Bible college that, you know, that taught me you know, how to yeah. rightly divide the word, you know, yeah. how, to, how to get into um, into ministry. So these men and women are making a huge impact. They are. And, and just to speak as well to the quality of our training that they offer, we have graduates that are right now getting their master's degrees at Regent University, yeah. getting their master's degrees at Southwestern Assemblies of God University, right. uh, going right from our bachelor's degree into their master's degree programs. Right, right. Yeah. And so that's... If you think about that, they're in these master's degree programs right now, right. and they don't owe anything right. for their bachelor's degrees. That's yeah. Huge. And yeah, it's it's amazing. That's and huge. so God's really been doing some awesome things. Yeah. You know, I love all of the schools uh, in our fellowship. We got a yeah. lot. We have a lot of universities, but most of most people like me is out of our ability to to go to school. You know, average middle class young men and women. You know, we can't pay that kind of money you know, to go to the brick and mortar schools, but because of the online campus that Bridges is building, you know, it creates a new pathway for a generation of young men and women to get trained in ministry. And we need thousands of church planters. We need thousands of missionaries. We need thousands of counselors and and leaders in, in the church. And the only way to get them trained for the most part is through avenues like this one. Man. So Jamie Elder is one of uh you know Jamie yeah, yeah Jamie Elder you know, I think they're in Africa right now right they are That's she's right. one of our Bridges students you know and just the the idea that you can literally be a uh, a missionary right. overseas yeah. right yeah. taking classes with Bridges still getting right. that 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 amazing education while you're actually and doing your ministry you know, yeah. yeah it's That's, pretty remarkable yeah it, it really yeah. is you know but Justice uh, we should probably just tell everybody a little bit about you so sure. you're married. Yes. To Miranda. Yeah. You've been wife. married how long? Going on 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Yep. You, have, you have two kids. Two kids. Yeah. Emery, who's seven, two daughters. Yeah. Uh, Emery is seven and Ari is four. Yeah. Uh, and you live in the city. And not only are you the vice president of Bridges, you're also the senior pastor of a local church. Yes, All so Nations man, Fellowship. You are a legit guy, bro. Because not only are you building a Bible <laughs> college, you're pastoring a church, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we have good yeah, teams. Yeah, in don't both forget, sides. he's all, he's just about to complete his PhD as well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. There's yeah. that little thing. <laughs> yeah, we all feel like we're shrinking violets next to Justin. <laughs> no. You know, 
now. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's married, raising kids, pastoring a church, building a Bible school, earning a doctorate. You know, and in his in his downtime, he's Superman. You right. know, he he, he changes clothes. Lord, and, it's been good. Yeah, much. yeah. So anyway, let's talk about all nations a little bit. Yeah. Now, your dad and you and your brothers planted all nations mm-hmm. right after Katrina in two thousand six. Tell us a little bit about that story, man. What a great story. Yeah, we started in our our living room, my yeah. dad's house, and um, God birthed in my dad's heart to, a vision to start a church. Was he still a president of the Bible of, of another Bible college at that time? He had shortly left. Okay, so yeah, he, he, was, had, he was leaving just right after Katrina. Right, so he was the president of a Bible college. Came, uh, came to the city, and yeah, pl- he had been in New Orleans for yeah. many, many years, right. and been ministering in New Orleans for many, many years. Right. And God just birthed in his heart to start a church there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there hadn't been a Assemblies of God church in many years in Uptown New Orleans, right. uh, in that area. And so. Yeah, we started in the living room. Um, there was a building that where we're at now that was destroyed by Katrina, right. pretty much. And the homeless had gone in there and ripped out all of the copper. Right. So there was no copper. There was a homeless guy living in the attic of there. And apparently there had been somebody stabbed in there or that type of thing. There was all kinds of stories. Great movie. For a church. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> homeless guy living here. There's been a murder. They stripped yeah. all the copper. We should move our church there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so my dad had always had a heart for that area. He had yeah. witnessed a kid get shot 32 times, or he had oh, seen gosh. 32 bullets not yeah. far from there at right. a park named Ale Davis, which yeah. before was known as Shakespeare. Yeah. So it was right on that corner. So God had always birthed a heart, uh, birthed in him and a desire yeah. to do something there. That was a historic old church. Uh, it was. It was built in 1921 by the Methodists. Yeah, it's a Methodist church. Yeah. yeah it was, it's a gorgeous campus, man. Yeah, God, it's been awesome. And uh, so we, uh, in 2008, it came on the market. We had been renting facilities up until that point. Mm-hmm. We had rented a Baptist church, yeah. and then we were meeting in a synagogue owned by the Catholics nice. right down the street. Yeah, so that was interesting. <laughs> and That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it was you interesting. You guys should have rented a Hindu building somewhere <laughs> yeah. in there, too. Yeah, so I don't have my PhD. <laughs> <laughs> However, yeah. you said it was a synagogue yeah. owned by the Catholics. Owned by the Catholics, yeah. 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 Renting yeah. to some Protestants. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Was and the landlord was, was Muslim. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sister Mary yeah. was the, was the yeah. landlord. Yeah, yeah. she was a nun there. say Brother Mary. Really add another twist to this story. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really interesting. But it was, it was right down the street, and the building got uh, the my uh, my dad had tried for the property a little bit before that. Yeah, it didn't work out at first, and so later on, it came back on the market in two thousand eight. the yeah. The investment property that bought it from the Methodists had tried yeah. to turn in; they were going to turn it into condos. Yeah, they figured out that hey, this is way too expensive to do that, so yeah. they put it back out, and the Lord. Uh, Impressed by my dad, get that building. Wow. And so my dad gets the building. They agree to all of his terms. And then we have the property, and he walks in there, and uh, he has a guy come and give a quote or an estimate on, hey, what in reality would this cost to renovate? And the estimate was $1.7 million. (laughs) And my dad was like, okay, I must be super crazy. Like, Lord, you better do something. And so from there, there were two buildings. There was one built in the 60s or 70s that was behind it. It was like a community center. Right. And so we got, we focused on getting that one renovated first. Yeah. And, you know, we're U.S. missionaries. And so we had to do everything through just fundraising and believing the Lord and, and praying and that's what we did. Yeah. And so it took longer that way, but we saw the Lord meet the need of that $1.7 million of yeah. renovation costs with teams coming in, yeah. renovating, donating, electrical yeah. supplies, you name it. From the ground up, mm-hmm. everything was pretty much redone. Wow. I went and visited your dad while y'all were doing that, and I was mm-hmm. just impressed by all the people from all over the country yeah. coming in and just staying there and donating their their labor. It was awesome, it was and, and uh, isn't that how you and your wife met? Yeah, Miranda. Well, Miranda came down because of hurricane relief, right? And so uh, several others came down because they were helping gut homes right after Katrina, and they knew my dad because my dad was working right. with faith-based operations yeah. with hurricane relief. And when he started the church, these guys had just started coming to the living room, you right. know, that we were meeting in, and eventually they formed the 
original team uh, that started. So several people from New York, Texas, and then my wife, who's from Kansas. Yeah. And so it was definitely a culture shock for her. <laughs> this has been, you know, unique for her, but she's amazing. And I mean, just has a heart for New Orleans and, and I'm super blessed. Yeah. And so, so she came to, to, to work short term or she moved here? She moved. Okay. She moved down. And then my dad asked her, hey, would you consider being an administrator? And so that's where she started, and then she also leads worship. She has a yeah. degree in, in finance, is that right? Mathematics, oh, yeah. from KU, right. yeah, uh, yeah. Kansas University out there, yeah. yeah. And so, and she also works for Bridges. She's over the finance department at Bridges. Yeah. And so just an amazing woman of God. Leads worship for us as well now at our church on Sundays. Man, that was the best church plant your dad could have ever put together. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Found you a wife. That's right. Yeah, it was. I've been blessed. Yeah, yeah so... Did you guys hit it off right away, or did you have to no. convince her to date you? So uh, she actually turned me down initially, and we had known Smart each other. Smart girl. She, <laughs> she, she had known me. We had known each other for several years, mm-hmm. and then in 2011, uh, the Lord really started speaking to me about her, and yeah. so I started. Isn't it interesting how God speaks to men about women all the yeah. time? <laughs> That's why I'm, I stayed saved because I met Rachel. I was like, it was God's plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I, I just like I, I started like you know showing some interest yeah. and she and then she noticed and then told me hey I could never see you that way I'm oh like, yeah. boom so basically Ouch. crash and burn I was like oh that's great <laughs> oh, that and hurts. so my heart hurts that. it's still hurting right now yeah, yeah it was bad <sighs> it was a bad okay. time I could yeah. never see you that way so that's what I'm saying. Stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was basically she friend zoned me. You yeah. know, she brother in Christ me of kind of thing. Oh. You know, sister and brother in Christ. She was a brother in Christ. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah okay. exactly. So, okay. uh, and so you know, I was like, okay, well, maybe Lord, that wasn't the direction. Maybe so I just prayed, Lord, if it's your will, yeah, you know, and I gave it to the Lord. Uh, and so over time, I eventually got over that. Yeah. And about six months later, wow. During right around that time in like September, October ish, we all as a team pray together yeah. as a staff. Yeah. And the Lord speaks to her, um, Justice is gonna be your husband. Whoa. Yeah. And so Yeah, try to try to friend zone God. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so she's like, Really? And uh she's, okay, Lord. Uh, I guess I'll do whatever, yeah. you know. So basically, God she forced her. The team. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so God, if I have. To. So basically, God forced her to marry you, right? Yeah, well, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord instilled feelings. Okay, in her. She, with that. she developed. I'll, that sounds I'll way better. better. She yeah. developed feelings, and uh, she started. You know, as we were hang out more, and uh, she started showing some interest in me, and all of a sudden, I started noticing things are changing. You know, and I'm like, what's mm. going on here? And so. I talk to her and I say, hey, have, have things changed? You know? and, and, and then she says, well, you know what? The Lord has really done a work in me. It's a and miracle. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Joseph was fasting and praying day and night for six months, man. Yeah. yeah. And so she says, you know, and she, you know, had developed uh, an, an attraction and yeah. she just felt like it was the Lord's will. And so I basically said to her right there, well, hey, if we're going to do this, uh, you know, I want to do this uh, dating, getting married, yeah. basically. Like, basically, yeah. we're going into this. We're going to get married. So, if you're willing to do that, yeah. you know, I don't want to dating like, with the intention of you know, being dating married. with the intention of getting married. Chase, right. Yeah, look, if we're going to date, we're getting married. So. <laughs> yeah. <That's my> <laughs> yeah, sign right there. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so she, uh, she, yeah, she said yes, and wow. uh, and it's been an amazing uh, time How together. How long did y'all date? Not long at all. So that October. We started uh, dating. We got engaged in November, and we were married the following April oh, in 2012. Wow. So yep. six months later, you were married. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, thus saith the Lord. Yeah, exactly. when the Lord speaks. <laughs> Amen. I mean, Amen. But that's 10 years now, right? 10 years. You're going on 10. It'll be 10 years this coming April. Amen. Yep. Yeah, 10 years. So you guys were married in 12, 2012. Yep. Wow. Yep. Does she go to Kansas home a lot to see her We family? do. We yeah. go at least once a year. Yeah. Is it Kansas City or where is she from? Right outside Dodge City. Oh, Dodge and, City. And uh, she grew up on a ranch. Yeah. And so her family homesteaded uh, where they are at, the ranch nice. there, I think, late 1880s. What's that mean, homesteaded? Like they actually came, their family members came from New York. Yeah. And started also, a ranch. Out land yeah, for, exactly. You just, you just yeah. go like if you want to live like here. This is like the old west, right? Man. Oh no, they they I have cattle that. out there. They raise what Angus a great cattle. Story. Yeah, and they 
Uh, Marina's been riding a horse since she was like seven years old, nice. but to work, yeah. like to round up cattle, yeah, like they like real they, cowboy stuff. Oh right. yeah, they they still do that. They yeah. round up cattle, move it from them from pasture to pasture, like right. five hundred head of cattle or so, and they wow. they move them. You married a with their horses. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, we go out there, and the girls get a chance to ride horses, which is awesome for the girls. Oh, they man, love it. They love that. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, so her parents are still ranchers? Yeah, her mom is, um, her, uh, and her sister runs the ranch. Yeah. Uh, her dad passed away a few years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, and so uh, her sister and her husband run the operations wow. now. Nice. Yep. And Miranda goes home occasionally to ride horses? Yeah, yeah, nice. we all do, yeah. and uh, take the girls up there, and oh, so nice. it's really awesome. Dodge City, yeah, that just sounds like the uh, the plot <laughs> of a western. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wyatt Earp was the sheriff there, so that's like their big uh, claim to fame. One of them, yeah. obviously, being a ranching city, yeah. and so yeah, nice. Yeah, perfect fit you. for New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she belonged in the city. Culture. Wild, <laughs> we feel like the Wild West sometimes. I won't yeah. lie. Like you know, uh, there's a lot of so, gunshots and yeah, gunshots yeah. going off. She's right. like, "That's a six shooter." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Get the kids in the basement. That's a forty-four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that. Yeah, sound. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah, I actually met her uh, at the last board meeting. Yeah, had, okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Had, we had a board meeting uh, online, and she gave the financial. I think it was your wife that gave the financial yep. report. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah. I've seen her a couple of times, but she's very, she's very smart. Yeah, very yeah, sharp. Yeah. yeah, so she's a blessing. You're, you're lucky that God talked her into marrying you. Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah, so you're pastoring All Nations Fellowship mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and you guys are right on Napoleon, right on Napoleon, which is Avenue. a historic part of the city. Yep. You know, people don't know a little about uh, a little bit about New Orleans. You're uptown. Yep. Yeah, and you're in that historic area right on yeah, the Yeah, not far from Tulane University, St. Yeah. Charles Avenue. Yeah, man. And um, Yeah, St. Charles has all those beautiful homes, mm-hmm. man. It's just, yeah. you know, you're in a very beautiful area. Yeah, know? and so the people we reach are, uh, you know, really just in that area, inner city, and we have some that travel in from suburb areas, but really... In uptown New Orleans, it's the poorest of the poor and the richest of the rich. There's right. no middle class. Right. So yeah. you'll have a, a, a business owner, somebody who owns a construction company mm-hmm. sitting right here. And then over here, you have somebody who's, you know, one paycheck away from homelessness. Yeah. yeah and, and homeless themselves. Yeah. I mean, right. there's people coming in and, and we've had some interesting situations. I've had a during service. Uh, this just happened a couple of months ago, you know, break up uh, a fight nice. with somebody with a, with a, uh, who, uh, somebody who pulled out a box knife on her daughter Uh-oh. right outside the church, and so uh, <laughs> holy cow! <laughs> this is during this is during service, and uh, you know, thankfully we resolved the you situation. You don't believe in the Trinity? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I gotta cut you. I'm gonna right. cut you now. I mean, literally pulled out a box knife out of the purse. Oh yeah. my! I mean, like, and I'm getting there in the middle, and thank the Lord that I had another. Talk about a sermon illustration. Yeah, and then and I go back, back in. Next week. Go back in. You know, and they're still worshiping. Thank the Lord, they didn't. Nobody noticed inside nobody the church. I don't the think. Knifing, yeah, yeah. and uh, this was out on the church lawn, and so we're just praying. And I have somebody there with me, and there was a dispute. And uh, anyways, yeah, got up there and preached. Welcome to church. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. praise the Lord, and we prayed the fire of heaven down, on, and Jesus. just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> then Miranda rode through on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so fun times. So your dad planted the church in uh, 06. 07, mm-hmm. and he he has now transitioned out. He's in another full time ministry position. He is. Yeah. So What's he your dad doing? He is the director of missionary advancement for yeah. the uh, Assemblies of God National Office. Right. And so he serves under Malcolm Burley. Yeah. Who directs U.S. missions for right. the Assemblies of God, and he travels and resources Assemblies of God U.S. missionaries, provides. Uh, uh, input and then also is a part of filming them as well and yeah. helping them tell their story and he's taking some of our bible college students our bridges christian college students yeah. with him yeah. and he leads an internship called compassion core right and so there's some people that are just interning with him for about nine months that may not necessarily be a bible college student sure uh, but some of them uh, eventually do yeah. they start they find out hey you know what i want to go ahead and go to bridges christian college and alexis get my degree is in that in that mix right yeah alexis is traveling with him josiah uh is traveling with him and and, who's she related to again who is she related to the zaninis yes alexis guillory is related to uh 
Tracy Guillory and Justin Guillory, who serve at Bob Zanini's church. Yeah, okay. Bob Zanini so. is her grandfather. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Is she the young girl that preached at a district council last year? It's like the five minute. That's her younger sister, her Elena. Sister. Yeah. yeah, I thought, thought the name sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah, so that girl was a fire. Yeah, it was man. awesome. Like, I need her on my team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's traveling with your dad, and so our one of your brothers is also working with your dad. Yep, Josiah. Josiah. Yep. And he's also a U.S. missionary. He is. He is basically um, with my dad, and then he is also a Bridges Christian College student. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what I love about the Freeman family is all four of the Freeman boys are on staff at All Nations. Yeah. In other words, we love nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about it, man. I think it's beautiful that a son, that a father, would leave four sons Amen. to carry on his ministry. To me, it's the plan of God. You know, Amen. I would hire all of my kids at, at, at Journey if they would all work for me. A, yeah. a couple of them do, but I just think it's it's natural that your sons and daughters carry on the vision of the house. You know, yeah. so and your dad. Um, put you in as senior pastor now. Mm. So now you're the pastor at, at All Nations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you're also a U.S. missionary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So all, in fact, all of us are at our church. Yeah. Nobody gets paid. Yeah. Um, we're all assemblies of God, U.S. missionaries in some way, or bivocational. Yeah. You know, my brothers uh, are, Jordan is a U.S. missionary, Jordan Jesselin. Right. Uh, they do our college and careers. John Mark works, manages the Rouses, but he is over our media. Yeah. Uh, and his wife d- directs our nursery program. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody's a U.S. missionary, and you have to, that in that area. You have to be, yeah, because right, it's just it's such a hard area. Yeah. Um, you're you're dealing with poor homeless people, yeah, and then you're also dealing with a, a very few that. Um, you know, have funding, yeah. and then you have property, and you have to have property to have an identity in that community. Absolutely. I mean, there just is. I mean, there's churches on every corner, and when they think Excuse of a church, me. they don't necessarily think of a church in a high school in right. that culture. Yeah. If you're going to plant a church there, yeah. they think that's a church. They will um, see brick and mortar. Right? Yeah. So they, yeah. a lot of our people walk yeah. to our church Absolutely. Uh, from the right. community. Yeah. And so that is really the. The identity we've created there, you have to have an identity. Right. And I love how, how Napoleon's been redeveloped, the street. I love that big center median. Yeah. You know, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. And you said they're, they're building a walkway through the middle now. Yeah, they have one there through the middle. Yeah. And so people walk, you know, yeah. throughout the day. And Yeah. You know. What do we call that in New Orleans? There's a term for the neutral ground. Yeah, the neutral, neutral ground. ground. Which yeah. Which is really like when you say that outside of New Orleans, like, what is a neutral ground? We have right? a lot of terms. Yeah. Yeah, neutral ground is basically the. The divider of the of the multi lane highway, it's the, the neutral ground. ground, yeah, but it's not used around the world. <laughs> right. Only New Orleans made up a term, uh, but it's it, it's a beautiful park like walkway in yeah. the middle of the street. So I, w- I was like thirty two by the time I realized it was actually the word neutral, yeah. because from Chalmette we just called it neutra, <laughs> <laughs> like like the rat. <laughs> it's the neutra- the, for the neutral. It's the neutral. Ground. Wait a minute, it's, not neut- it's neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I had, should work for a, Bible college. We had a neighbor. <laughs> how smart I am. We had a neighbor of ours when we lived out in the country who had a pond and it was full of nutria. Right. Yeah. So you thought it was nutria. Yeah, I just thought right. it was nutria. Yeah. That's what the nutrias are able to. I just thought it was neutra. It's the neutral ground. <laughs> Yeah, neutral ground. Yeah. yeah, it's also big in parades because you can stand on the neutral ground if you're yeah. in a parade. Are any parades passed by in front of yeah, you? Yeah, I don't think they will this year because no? I think they're running all of them down St. Charles. Oh, really? And so, but yeah, right in front of our church, usually you have yeah. the big ones like Rex. I thought so. Yeah, yeah trucks. And so we, usually what we do is we set up an outreach right there. Yeah. And invite people to church and share yeah. the gospel with them. Yeah. But also our youth will do like a fundraiser yeah. and they'll like, they'll sell. Um, you know, food. They'll sell hot barbecue chicken. I yeah. mean, and they will make all the money they need for camp. Really? Uh, yeah. And wow. so uh, we won't nice. be able to do that this year, probably because yeah. well, it's on St. Charles. We'll have to figure out something yeah. else for the kids. So the city's going to allow the parades to roll this year. That's what they said well, last year. No, they didn't roll. Right. right. That's yeah. what they said. But they're moving them all to like St. Charles. They're not yeah. coming down to Napoleon. It's all like right, running right. down St. It's different I, routes. I saw a clip of the Saints game last night, and it seems like. Um, there was eighty thousand people there. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, you know, people are getting back to life, even though even though yeah. New Orleans is locked down, 
Apparently, that's not a super spreader event anymore. Yeah, that whole thing's crazy. Yeah, money talks, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, well, you know, not 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 the Saints well, game. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think a few months back, the Saints started saying, okay, well, if you want to keep the city locked down, we'll just play football at LSU. Right. We'll use their stadium in Baton Rouge. And right. then all of a sudden, the mayor was like, hey, um, I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, you know, the yeah. first of the season, LSU had this vaccine proof mandate. Right. You couldn't come through the game unless you proved right. that you yeah. had a vaccination. And the and the stadium was empty. Right. Yeah. So the next week uh, they had a revelation. Hey, the pandemic's over. Everybody so, come back to the so game. So they had a meeting with their financial advisor. Yeah. And said, <laughs> um, we checked the guys, bottom line. I don't have anything to count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had. There's no money. So oh, then the pandemic. Wait, we over. need people. Yeah. 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 Not that you know. I I totally believe the virus is real, but I That's also right. know that a lot of this has just been totally overplayed on the political side. You yeah. know. So. You know, including, you know, the city of New Orleans has been in lockdown and, all, and now all of a sudden, well, we'll let the parade roll on a different street yeah. as if the virus is not allowed on that street. You know, so it's, it's all a little, <laughs> I think we've abandoned common sense. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that, that's a good segue into, you know, who we are as a school. Absolutely. That's why we're yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just that, that idea of be of staying conservative in yeah. our theology and right. in our, our, our practice as well. Right. Not just in our beliefs, but yeah. in our practice. Yeah, because it bridges Jesus is the main thing. Amen. Yep. Period. And everything yep. else, you know, is debatable. Right. But yeah. Jesus is first, the gospel is is preeminent, you know. And a lot of schools have been infected with uh, cultural, you know, um, um, agents yeah, that have wokeism, deteriorated. Call it what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, but a, a lot of schools that are good intention have kind of weaved into the process things yeah. that are not even gospel. Right. You know? And that, that really, I think, is special about bridges that we, that you guys have really set a standard about who we are as a yeah. school. Yeah. You know, we're not woke. Uh, we're not embracing critical race theory. Right. Uh, we're not going to become the politically correct school. Jesus Christ is is God yep. and the gospel is the only hope of the world Amen. period. Yeah. And I just love that's a strong stand to take. Yeah. You know, and some people, you know, are not going to like that because they, you know, are culturally into the woke movement and there's a lot of good schools you can go to that's woke. Yeah. But we're not. No. Talk about that a little bit. Justice. Yeah, we we developed a philosophy of education statement this past summer actually our faculty got together in light of all the issues yeah. uh, that we've seen kind of impacting our theological education, uh, that we saw that, hey, this is uh, divisive. This is not Word of God. The Word of God perfectly states uh, and provides the guide map for healing, Mm -hmm. for reconciliation, for unity. And we said as a faculty, we're not going to allow outside philosophies or influences uh, overlap that or take precedent take over, precedent what, God's over what God's word already yeah. perfectly says. Yeah. Uh, so we said, hey, we're going to, as a school, just stand on God's word. Um, we're going to believe that God's word perfectly states this, and we know he, it does. And yeah. so, yeah, in our philosophy education statement, um, it's and it's in our catalog and our faculty handbook, we said, this is who we are. We're, we're not going to embrace philosophies Can that you, contradict uh, that. maybe quote that or give us a little... Uh... Um, taste of it. Like yeah, our statement. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lengthy statement. Yeah. Just um, give us the highlights then. Yeah. So basically, it's you know that what I just mentioned just a moment ago that hey, love and unity. You know, when Jesus talks about love all people, right? Yeah. Uh, that love God, love people. That's our foundational statement. Yeah, right. I mean, if I love God and love people, I'm going to treat them. The way that he wants right. me to treat them, right? And, and, that, the and whole... it doesn't have to. There doesn't have to be any outside philosophy influencing right. or changing my mindset about that, right? Because the Holy Spirit, that, right? The whole gospel is in you know Mark twelve thirty thirty one. Yeah, you know, love God with all your heart, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, if you do those two, you keep all the law and the prophets. Exactly. I don't think it needs to be added to or taken away from. No, that's just the gospel. That's the know? gospel, yeah. and and like it states it, and and obviously, if people are not loving other people, if they're right. if they're mistreating other people, well, they're not living according to right. that, and yeah. the Holy Spirit. Uh, has given us everything we need to live right. a godly life right. and to live according to the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians yeah. chapter 5. Yeah. And so our philosophy of, of education statement, it's lengthy, but it's it's filled with passages like that yeah. saying that, hey, we're going to embrace 
the love that Christ gives. Yeah. We're going to embrace the philosophy that God's Word provides, right. and it doesn't need something added to it. Yeah. I think Christianity may be the most... Uh, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not cross-cultural, but the most... Uh, um, help me out, Al. What am I looking for? I have no idea. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for your You're help. Welcome. You're always there when I need you. <laughs> neutral uh, It's ground. the most, yeah, neutral ground. It's where the rats are. Uh, no, um, oh, I know what I was going to say. The gospel uh, is the most countercultural movement the world has ever seen. Yeah. And I don't think we need a new countercultural movement. In fact, that's what initially drew me to Christianity because it was so countercultural. I knew the way that my family was living was not working. Yeah. You know, and we were living according to the culture of the world. And when I heard the gospel, I thought, wow, that's, that's revolution. That's different than what I've ever been exposed to. Yeah. You know, love your neighbor, uh, go the extra mile, turn the other cheek, yep. bless those who curse you, love those who don't love you, you know, and then forsake yourself and follow. I mean, the gospel is filled with counter-cultural right. uh, principles, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, I think it's to our own demise if we abandon that for modern-day gospel, yeah, and, the woke and, the, and all the other... And we have found related. that when we were talking about this as faculty, we found that with um, critical race theory or, yeah. or wokeism yeah. that it creates divisions, yeah. It, it doesn't provide healing. It doesn't bring uh, healing uh, or, no. res or reconciliation. It doesn't. And it, it creates further divisions, whereas yeah. Christ in Jesus, if right. people are surrendered to Jesus, He yeah. perfectly unites us. So true. I mean, it's the body of Christ. Right. Every yeah. tribe, people, tongue, and language, right, are all yeah. going to be there yeah. celebrating Jesus at the throne of the Lamb. Yeah. And so. You say it with such decorum and wisdom. I sound like I have a sledgehammer. <laughs> Neutra. <laughs> Neutra yeah, but you're so right, Justice, and you said it so well. In Christ, there's neither male nor female, yeah. bond nor free, Greek nor yeah, Jew. Exactly. But we're all one in Him. Yeah. That to me is healing and restitution and forgiveness. Yeah. It's all, all found in Christ. Amen. You know? And I love that our students can grow in their ministry in a uh, in an atmosphere that is gospel focused and yeah. Jesus centered. Yeah. 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 So Bridges Christian College. So if a student's watching today or wants more information, how do they get connected? You can go to bridgeschristiancollege.com and uh, click contact, get in touch with us there. Yeah. Or they can fill out the application online, but just go to the, there's a tab that says apply now at the top. Right. And, um, Go click that Apply Now tab. They can fill out an online application. It's real quick. Yeah. And then one of our team will get in contact with them yeah. and help them through the process. It's yeah. I just filled out a reference form last week for a new student who applied online from another mm -hmm. city. Uh, I'm friends with them from many years ago. Another one of, I was friends with his dad guys who's oh, going okay. to nice. going into ministry uh, or getting his degree yeah. in ministry uh, but he sent me a reference form so I filled that out and sent it nice. back to you guys uh, so if you're watching and you're interested in getting connected to uh, a biblically based Christ-centered uh, degree program bridgeschristiancollege.com uh, you can go uh, to that site from wherever you are on your smartphone or your tablet and you can log on find out all about us also even apply online and uh, we'd love to get you connected out before we wrap up anything you want to close out with no i, I Any think more information about nutria is that we need to know uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. i think that's it I'm tapped right. out <laughs> all right no now, I, I think the idea that uh you know the biggest idea that we always want to communicate is just having that kingdom-minded heart yeah to help advance right to advance god's kingdom forward right so you know as justice said before all of his brothers all of the staff at his church they're all missionaries yeah and uh, that mindset that heart has really filtered into bridges christian college yeah all of our faculty staff members everybody right. all that we do we do for the same purpose with right. that missionary mindset right we all have um other gigs that are paying our way yeah you know, all... even the president of our school yeah, yeah yeah no doubt yeah who is an amazing theologian and great teacher and every time i'm with dr miller i learn something yeah you know the, the other day i was having coffee with him and he just he told me about one of the 
tricks he does in English class when he teaches kids how to write essays. You know, it's like, wow, I wish I'd known that when I was a Bible college student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I'd known this about 40 years ago, right. man. It would save me a lot of trouble. Right. Yeah. But he's such a wise man. He's a yeah. president of our school, uh, but he also is bivocational. You yep. know, yep. He's, a, he's a man with an earned doctorate who is a theologian, yep. you know, and has brought us all the way through candidacy with uh uh, getting our you know school established and yeah. and yet here he is you know serving, yep, volunteering bi- yep bivocational yeah. still still um, you know believing in the cause yeah so and now you're working on your masters I am yeah so uh, tell us before we wrap it up what do you what do you get your masters in uh, it's a masters in divinity which is a very pretentious sounding degree boy that sounds important yeah yeah, yeah it sounds way yeah. way way important but. Yeah. You know, ultimately, the whole re- so the school that I went to prior was really focused on evangelism, right. and um, and that's deep in my blood. It's a major part of who I am. When Absolutely. I first got saved, before I even went to Bible college, Luis yeah. Padilla was yeah. bringing me into prisons, yeah. and bringing me to the ninth ward to uh, to to preach on the streets and everything. So yeah. when I went to um, school for my undergrad for the. the um, um, Biblical studies. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And just completely yeah. well, foggy. It's a good thing I know you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, see, I helped you when you can think of a word, Amen. but you were no help for me. <laughs> you left me hanging. That's why I work for you. <laughs> no Al's no help to me at all. <laughs> I'll keep him around. Yeah. But the, the you know my undergrad work was so focused on uh, evangelism and yeah. on on outreach side of things. So right. when I finally made the decision to go back to school for this uh, MDiv, yeah. I really wanted it to be focused on spiritual formation or discipleship, and yeah. and not for making money or because obviously this degree cost me a ton of money. I, right. I wish I was doing it through bridges, yeah. but <laughs> but right. but the 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 reality is I just wanted to become a more well rounded pastor. Yeah. And um, having the emphasis that I do with evangelism and outreach is amazing, but I also know, um, you know, we have we have a call to make disciples, right. and uh, so that's why I'm going for the masters in divinity primarily yeah. is just to be a more well well rounded pastor. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, Justice and I have been friends going back to 2009. Yeah. You guys were in Bible college together. Yeah. We were. Yeah. 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 So kind of cool. Very similar to like yeah. y'all story. So yeah. it's, it's it's really cool that. Yeah. I have so much fun working yeah. with Alvin and great, Dr. Man? Miller. I, know, and, right? I mean, all these amazing people, yeah. Dave, Professor Cron, Dr. Right. Savage, all these people we've yeah. uh, kind of grown up with, yep. I guess, yeah. you know, in True. some way, shape or form. And so yeah. it really is. We have an amazing team that's like a family. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Savage, who is on the executive team with us, yeah. I can remember talking to Dr. Savage in 2013. So yeah. I was finishing my my bachelor's degree. Yeah. And I really had this deep impression to go on for my master's degree, but I also have, um, I was like I was done with school. I was yeah. like, I know the Lord was saying, continue on in your education, but my flesh is saying, dude, I am tired. <laughs> like, it's expensive. I need a nap. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. laboring. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. So I remember I was talking to Dr. Savage about yeah. it. I said, man, I feel like the Lord wants me to continue on in my in higher education, but at the same time, I'm just tired. It's it's it really it's yeah. really taxing. Yeah. And uh, but I, so I told Doctor Savage that, and I said I read some studies that say um, for most people, after you graduate with your bachelor's or your undergrad degree, if you take more than a year off, statistically, you are less likely to actually go on for that master's degree. And most people would benefit just by continuing on. And that, that's mm-hmm. what Justice did. He went from yeah. bachelor's straight into his master's yeah. and then straight into the PhD, yeah. whereas I took time off. So, But yeah. I remember going to Dr. Savage and telling him, hey, I feel like if I take time off, there's a statistical likelihood that I'm just not going to go back. And yeah. I really feel like the Lord wants me to go back. And this is what Dr. Savage said. He said, Al, you, you are already an anomaly. Yeah. You're a statistical anomaly. Wow. He said, look at your life. Yeah. Look at the way you were raised up. Look at the background you're coming from. You And you just completed your bachelor's degree, yeah. overcoming all that you've already overcome. You're already a statistical anomaly. Why do you think you're not going to... If the Lord has called you to do it, you've already accomplished so much, you're going to accomplish it. And I was like... Praise the Lord, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> I'm taking a year off. Man. What a great mentor, man. But he was right. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. You know, I took time off. And, yeah. you know, the Lord, when the Lord really places that in your heart, right. even Amen. if you take off that break like I did, right. you know, when it was time to pick up the mantle and run again, yeah. I was ready. You were ready. So yeah. you're at Regents. Correct. Getting your master's degree. Yeah. And you'll probably teach, you know, in the future at Bridges, you know. Yeah. 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 So I can, I'm a teacher's assistant right now. Yeah. I'm learning. But you get your creds, man. Yeah. Amen. And I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that uh, the school is uh, raising up 
men like you. Yeah, my yeah. my main focus at Bridges as the VP of College Advancement is really just networking and building relationships with other people. So, right. you know, we're working close with uh, mm. with Louisiana Adult and Teen Challenge right, right. now. We're working yeah. close with a handful of other churches and yeah. organizations across the state and across the country. Yeah. And really, that's kind of my emphasis is helping to spread the good news of Bridges yeah. and to build relationships to see how we as a school can add value to whatever these guys are already doing. Yeah. So last week when we talked with, and I, I know this will come out in a few days, but you know I think we'll be signing something next week. Is that right? Yeah, November eighth. Yeah, next 9th. Monday. Yeah. yeah. So signing an agreement to work with um, Louisiana Adult and Teen Challenge, and ultimately they're already a successful ministry. Yeah. We all know yeah. that. Yeah. But at Bridges, what we want to be able to do is to add value to what yeah. they're already doing. Yeah. How do we add value? So <clears throat> we're flexible. We wow. work with a wide variety of individuals mm-hmm. and ministries yeah. to help equip them. And that's what we're right. doing. With As we wrap up here, how, how widespread is our student body? Are, are we across the state, across the nation? We're across the nation. International? Where yeah, are we? we're into Canada wow. even. But we have, um, we have close to 50 students right now. Yeah. And we have students in New Jersey, Georgia, um, we have students Texas. in Texas, Louisiana, of course, yeah. and yeah. Um, Mississippi, and yeah, across the, right. the country. Yeah, man, what a great opportunity for a young man or our young lady who wants to get into ministry to do it at this level. And not only are you getting a fully accredited Bible degree, but you're at the founding of what's going to be a great school. Yeah, you know, yeah. Bridges. Christian College, you know, is going to make a difference. I was thinking forever. earlier when you said you and um, Scott Holmes and Packy and so many others back in and the Anthony, 80s, yeah, 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 yeah. Were, were, you know, in that era, yeah. you know, going through school together, and I just couldn't help but think, man, who's going to come through this man. 20 years yeah. from now yeah. talking about they were Bridges yeah. students? Because look at that. Uh, Anthony Freeman, you know, is, a, is an international influence in missions now. Yep. Uh, Scott Holmes is uh, the district, district superintendent. Yep. Packy... Um, Packy Thompson planted a, a, a world-class church yep. in Homa. Yep. And just 40 years ago, they were all Bible college students, right. you know, who were just trying to trying to learn how to how to build a church. You know? And yeah. now they're all making international contributions to awesome. the cause of Christ, and it's beautiful. Well, I've enjoyed our conversation. Pastor Al, Pastor Justice, it has been a great conversation. Thanks for joining us today. This is uh, Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. Uh, it's the weekly podcast from Journey Fellowship Church. I'm Doug McAllister. I'm the pastor, and it's been a pleasure to be with you today. Uh, if you're living close by, if you're on the North Shore, come visit Journey. Uh, you can find out more about us at jf.church, or better yet, go to your app store and type in Journey Fellowship Church and download our app. It's free. It is loaded with resources to help you in your faith. Uh, You can get driving directions, find out our service times, get connected to a small group, watch past sermons, lots of things. You can find out who our staff is and some stories behind our pastors. And man, it's just a great way to get connected. So check us out online, jf.church, or download the Journey app. So Doug McAllister from Journey Fellowship Church, and this has been Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday.